Good afternoon. Today we will be talking about the theory of relativity and its applications and the applications of the special special relativity. Now, we are doing a simple introduction today. So the theory of special relativity. Now, this theory, it was developed by none other than Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein was one of the greatest minds to ever exist. Now, Albert Einstein believed that if if time can be sped up or it could even be slowed down, and that everything that we may know about gravity, it may not be the right way. Now, the way we that the way we perceive things, it actually may be different. That is where Albert Einstein comes into the mix. You know, as we are seeing things, it's different as than what Albert Einstein had seen. Now, the theory of relativity in in its applications in special relativity, uh, in an article written by Ellen Rea by who went to Cleveland State University, she stated that Albert Einstein, he actually had two parts of special relativity itself in which terms deal with his frames of relativity and the curvature of space-time itself. Now, space-time itself, that sounds like something you would see off of a cartoon or a movie talking about trying to go into space or traveling through space-time, going at the speed of light. Well, and not all movies can be wrong about that. So technically, there can be a little bit of truth to that, but not in the way that you guys may see. Um, as of right now, there is no way to create a spaceship that can go that quickly, um, in which can cross the speed of light. The speed of light is currently very, very fast. Um, so <clears throat> to start off with it, now, this was now, the theory of special relativity was per being published in 1905 with the two overreaching ideas now these now these two ideas right <clears throat> these were that the laws of physics they are valid in all reference frames and that in all reference frames and these reference frames i mean is things that are not being accelerated um such as like cars spaceships helicopters airplanes um there is no preferred reference frame for that and number two the speed of light is constant and for all these reference frames now the speed of light the speed of light is definitely something that is very interesting and the speed of light is definitely something that is a true phenomenon the speed is really insane <clears throat> so the following idea it pertained to the speed of light and now have it now but these two did have some bizarre consequences and <clears throat> did have some bizarre consequences and in 1905 now it was the olden days now where people had assumed that albert einstein was actually just a crazy guy who made up all the memories until he created his equation e equals mc squared now before we get into these equations the simple introduction <clears throat> now back into the ideas that they did right they did have some consequences as to such that time did not move at the same time um, as we may think. Now, there were two observers right, that are moving relative to one another, and they believe that time can be altered by speed itself if there is a big question that pops up. Now, the time can be altered by speed itself. Now, that is a big question that pops up that has been popped up since the early 1900s, right? And now... If time and if speed can be altered by time itself, or time can be altered by speed itself, right now that's a now that's a question where everybody has been asking since the early 19, 1900s. Does time travel exist? 
Now, that has been a universal question that has been appearing everywhere for years and years. Now, in a certain sense, we see special relativity being allowed for a time travel into the future, but not in the way you would think could be. So if anybody has seen hot tub time travel, we don't just don't try and hot jump into a hot tub, please, and um, <laughs> see if you can time travel. I would hope it. I would hope it wouldn't work like that. If it did, that'd be very cool. I would love to know how that would work. So, instead of using space travel itself, having somebody travel at that speed could be relatively close to the speed of light. So, if it's now, that there there is a big theory that if you have a spaceship that leaves at that speed, uh, you would see that the people in that spaceship their bodies would not be altered, right? But as they come back, they would see that what has happened around them, they had traveled They had traveled at the speed of light to where they had crossed over and speed had accelerated for them. And as they come back, they will see everything around them may have gone older, and but they had stayed the same. Now, <clears throat> uh, there is one example, right? So... <sighs> So these ideas that Albert Einstein had created, um, they did have some very interesting consequences coming to it. Now, um, so now for an example, if there, let's say there was a person standing still and looking at a car, right, speeding past them. Now that car, right, now to them, the car would be moving very fast, but to the man driving the car in the inside, it would look like the man is going very slow. This is called the Doppler effect, right? Or a time dilation, right? And now this can be modeled as 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 per the equation, delta t, which is equal to y times delta t. Now, whereas the y is called our Lorentz factor. Now, our Lorentz factor, right, is approximately one speed, much less than the speed of light itself, right? And it increases as the speed approaches the speed of light. Now... As we see now, if so, so now we see if time, time being altered by speed, right? That is something that is definitely very, very, um, <clears throat> time is now something that is very, um, <clears throat> The so time is something that's very delicate. Speed and time is very delicate. So um, the, the Lorentz factor, the Lorentz factor being approximately, you know, as as time can be altered by speed, we are probably wondering, you know, how. But if if people are saying how can speed be, um, how can speed and time come in contact with one another to 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 um achieve time travel? That's a big question as we see, as I repeated that earlier in the statement. Now, in a sense, you know, special relativity can technically approve for time travel, but um, coming back to my previous statement, whereas if you were on time on a spaceship, would be moving slower than time on Earth due to a time dilation. Now, a time dilation, so this would mean the traveler itself, it, they could return to Earth right let's say 100 earth years after he had left but he may have only aged let's say only five to ten years so um going back uh, um back to that previous statement right if the bad news is if he were to travel back to the past right he would actually need to travel faster than the speed of light right and but as that 
as that person, if, if somebody approaching that speed of light, that Lorenz factor becomes very large, where there is the, the, where we get the energy, where we get the energy equation, which is our E equals the Y MC squared. So this is what car to propel them, which is a very big number for this reason. Traveling to the past is only possible in science fiction movies, such as, you know, um, Back to the Future, one, two, and three. <laughs> now, there are some very strange consequences in this one. Um, there are some very strange consequences when it comes to the theory of space of special relativity. Now, the, now, as we can see, now there is something called the Doppler effect. So, special relativity has speed, has time, but it also comes in sound. Now, sound is a very interesting uh, interesting consequence because not all, special relativity isn't just based on speed and speed and time now we can also we can also add sound into the mix now sound right is another result of this now but the proper word is the doppler effect now the doppler effect now this changes that frequency of that sound in which is emitted from why which is emitted from a source, right? That is relative to the motion of a detector, right? Now, as we can see, if we watch, if we ever watch any movie, we ever go to a concert, hear sirens, right? As we are getting closer to the sound, right? The high pitched sound, as you as 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 you are approaching it, it gets higher and higher. But as you are leaving, the sound gets lower and lower, right? So in light, but in light waves itself, light waves, the Doppler effect, it can also it also alters that frequency. Now, um, any light source or any person moving away from the frequency itself, the way you will have a longer wavelength, <clears throat> right? But moving closer to the detector itself, you will have a shorter wavelength, right? But that one is so our shorter wavelengths, they we call those the blue shifters, but the longer wavelengths. If you are having light sources or anyone moving away from the detector, it would be called the red shifting because the wavelengths are being separated apart. Whereas if you're going towards the frequency, it would be coming closer together. Now, now you're thinking maybe one thing. Um, now you may be thinking like, how can somebody back up these claims about special relativity, uh, the difference in time itself? Now, but it, there was definitely a very interesting uh, experiment that was performed in 1971, right? By two very brilliant people, right? Joseph C. Haffel and Richard E. Keating. They performed an experiment that just, that did just that. <clears throat> now, they were, they were one of the first people. They were actually astronomers. So Joseph C. Haffel was a physicist and Richard E. Keating was an astronomer. <laughs> Now, they took four sesmium beam atomic clocks abroad, uh, commercial airlines. And now, but they flew twice around the world. First, one went eastward, then westward. And then they compared two clocks against one another. And that others that remained stationary at the United States of the, uh, of the United States <clears throat> Observatory. Now, this one was because they wanted to, they wanted to see the gravitational, um, they, they wanted to see the time dilation into this, right? Now, they wanted to see how how time was gained or lost, right? If they were different from zero, from a zero degrees of high confidence and one coming from a lower degrees. Now, this theory proved exactly that. But now, the clocks, now, 
as once they flew across the world twice, the clocks where the clocks um, disagreed and their differences were exactly how they predicted. And the theory of relativity uh, is really existed. But to back it up even more, in 2017, there was another experiment using something a similar clock, but it, it created a more accurate time, which was three times of that of the Sesmian clocks in which uh, Joseph and Richard had performed in 1971, whereas in 2017, they used the Stronium clocks, which was three times more accurate. Now, this was theory. Now, the theory of relativity was, again, upholded again. It's genuinely something very amazing. <clears throat> now... Uh, next up, right, we are seeing how now Einstein's gen general theory of relativity and also predicts the now his theory also predicts the uh, existence of gravitational waves. Now, this was something insane that was really produced, right? Now, these were produced such as events because the explosion of a supernova and the, or the merging of two black holes or when you, we are seeing two massive stars orbit each other. Much like there are like ripples in a pond whenever you throw a rock into it. Um, it's definitely something very interesting that's that, that it happened um, back in 1905, especially with the limited resources that they had. Um, gravitational waves would travel radially outward from the source through the space-time, losing its intens intensity with the distance. So the farther it went, um, the lower the intensity, but the closer it went, the higher the intensity. Now, these waves move at light speed. They compress and stretch it as space-time as they travel, right? Now, um, in 2015, there was scientists at the Laser Interferometer Gravitational Wave Observatory in which they sensed the space-time distortion from gravitational waves for the first time. These waves were produced in which a collision of a black hole for 1.3 billion years ago. So the theory of special relativity is definitely something very interesting to look into. Um, thank you guys for listening, and I will continue on next time. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. Take care. My name is Mohammed Shamal Qureshi. I am currently a student at Collin College Community College. All right. I hope you guys all have a great day. Thank you.